Josh Haston here, Israel Uncensored, on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. It is Monday, the 4th of December, 2023, the 21st of Kislev 5784, coming to you this morning from Gush Etzion, Israel, just south of Jerusalem in the hills of Judea, just south of our eternal, indivisible capital city of Jerusalem. And the war continues here in Israel, the war to rid humanity of the evil, which is Hamas. And as I sit here speaking into this microphone, uh, rockets continue to be fired by that, that evil terrorist organization into Israel. The double war crime of firing rockets from a civilian or so-called civilian population into Israeli civilian populations with the goal of murdering Jews. The rockets are still being launched. There's still a hundred and something Israelis being held against their will, captives in Gaza by the evil Hamas terrorist organization. They're still there. And I just got done uh, watching a funeral of one of the brave IDF soldiers who was killed in battle over the past 24 hours. We lost another three soldiers in the last 24 hours. And, and with all that news, with, with all that's bad and heartbreaking, despite it all, we still have to be strong. We must be strong and continue and go forward until this evil's wiped off the face of the earth. And the brave men and women of the IDF are doing that right now. They're in the midst of battle, literally right now, 24-7, in the midst of battle. This past Friday, when Hamas broke another ceasefire for the, I don't know, the 50th time or the 100th, 100th time, whatever it is, Israel's been on the attack to accomplish that mission, and I'll get to the news here, but it's it's difficult, folks. It's not an easy time. It is a roller coaster with more information being shared of the atrocities being which were committed on October the 7th, more and more, and I don't know if it'll take days or weeks or months or years for all the, inf the information to come to light in terms of what those monsters did to our people, to our women, to our children, to our babies. More and more information comes out. And it's difficult, but we have to stay strong. We have to stay focused. We have to stay positive. And it's very, very hard. And that's really the message that I'm trying to share, trying to stay positive and focused and strong as I'm talking here just as a guy with a microphone while the brave men and women the teenagers that's all they are the teenagers who are fighting for the future of this country for the future of the Jewish state of Israel so let's get into just an update on on the war right now 
Reported here by JNS, Israeli forces continue to expand ground operations in Gaza overnight Sunday, striking 200 Hamas terror targets, reported by the IDF spokesperson. Extensive military activity taking place in the southern Gaza Strip near Rafah and Khan Yunis and in the north in the area of Sajahia and other neighborhoods in eastern Gaza. The IDF Negev Brigade destroyed terrorist infrastructure set up in a school in Beit Hanun. No surprises there. Schools, hospitals, mosques. That's where the terrorists are setting up shop. So they destroyed this terrorist infrastructure in Beit Hanun, which was in a school and used to attack Israeli forces. More tunnel shafts were discovered, including tunnel shafts in a school, which were used for cargo and weapons and moving from place to place. On Sunday, an Israeli airstrike killed the a uh, top Hamas terrorist, the Shati Battalion commander, he was killed, one of those, another one of those responsible for the October 7th massacre. And as I mentioned before, the IDF this morning released for publication the names of three more soldiers who were killed in Gaza. As all that's going on, Times of Israel reported, and I watched some of this on uh, YouTube, the Vice President of the United States of America, Kamala Harris, in a speed round of diplomatic talks with Arab leaders on Saturday, focused on a focused on the post-conflict Gaza. I mean, the war is still going on, but she's talking about the day after already. And she also called on Israel to do more to protect so-called Palestinian civilians. And I used, first of all, I never say the word Palestinian. Secondly, where over seventy-five percent of the Arabs in Gaza, Judea and Samaria, are in favor of what happened on October 7th. Are they, are they really civilians? So that's a term I use very loosely, the term civilians. But she said that more civilians must be protected from the, quote, devastating bombardment. And as I am talking to you right now, more rockets being fired at southern Israel. She said, as Israel defends itself, it matters how. It matters how Israel defends itself. The U.S. is unequivocal. International humanitarian law must be respected. I didn't know she was a, an expert on international humanitarian law. Too many innocent Palestinians have been killed, she said. Frankly, the scale of civilian suffering and the images and videos coming from Gaza are devastating. Whose, whose images I'd like to know is she using? Whose images is she viewing? What videos are she, is she seeing? Is she seeing the Hamas propaganda videos where little dolls are being used and they're pretending that their baby's being killed? Is she using the numbers, the false phony numbers coming out of Hamas? What exactly is she seeing? That's what I want to know. And... And what and and how and what and how is she measuring? Too many civilians have been killed. How many is too many? She decides. 
I don't see a reference here to the 1,200 Israelis who were burned, tortured, raped, murdered. Israel's right to defend itself, but she puts a but at the end of the sentence, and that's the problem with the vice president of the United States, adding a but at the end of the, sef- at the, end of the sentence, even though Israel, of course, we know, does everything in its power. Number one, obviously, we are not targeting civilians or so-called civilians. Number two, Israel does everything in its power to prevent non-combatants from being hurt. And if there's anyone to blame, it is Hamas for using their own as human shields. That's what they want to do. That's part of their strategy. And it's working because you can see it's working because the vice president of the United States just called on Israel to tone it down, if you will. And Israel's not going to do that. We're not going to tone it down. We're going to destroy Hamas once and for all. So sorry, Vice President Harris, who's probably taking her cues from former President Obama and all the rest of them and the way they treated the state of Israel. They're probably busy getting ready to send some more money to Iran or whatnot. Despicable comments. Despicable. It's a battle of good and evil. And once you start showing weakness, once you start siding with the evil, taking their side, making statements like this, throwing that butt at the end of the sentence, then you lost all your legitimacy as being a true friend of the state of Israel. Here's another gem of a person. Pramila Jayapal, congresswoman from Washington, Reported here by JNS, she twice hedged her condemnations of Hamas terrorists, raping Israeli women during an interview on Sunday with Dana Bash of CNN. This is what she said, the rape of, of course. But I think we have to remember that Israel is a democracy, and that is why they are a strong ally of ours. And if they do not comply with international humanitarian law, they are bringing themselves to a place that makes it much more difficult strategically for them to be able to build the kinds of allies to keep public opinion with them. When the interviewer, Bash, noted that Jayapal, who is the chair of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, answered a question about the rape of Israeli women by condemning Israel broadly, the congresswoman said, I already answered your question, Dana. Instead of deploying the, the, conjunc- the conjunction but, as she had done previously, she used the word however. I said it's horrific. This is a quote. I said it's horrific, and I think that rape is horrific. Sexual assault is horrific. I think that happens in war situations. Like it's a given. Terrorist organizations like Hamas obviously are using these as tools. However, however, she said, I think we have to be balanced about bringing in the outrages against Palestinians. That is 100% justifying rape against Israeli women. However, we have to be balanced about crimes. How many Arab women have been raped or tortured or brutally burned alive, or any of that stuff by Israeli soldiers? And the answer is zero. That's not how we roll here in Israel, but that's how Hamas does it. The most horrific crimes in the history of the world. This Jayapal, 
who, by the way, called Israel a racist state in July, and then seemed to apologize before doubling down a few days later, according to JNS, told Bash that Israeli forces have killed 15,000 Palestinians. Three-quarters of them are women. I guess she's getting the same stats that the Vice President of the United States has, which are false statistics. No questioning the source of the numbers. And when CNN, of all news outlets, told her, this Jayapal, that Israeli soldiers don't rape Palestinian women, she said, I don't want this to be the hierarchy of oppression. This is a sick, anti-Semite, Jew-hating congresswoman. Her and the rest of the squad. You know where they can go. All of them. No moral clarity whatsoever. Zero. None. These are morally deprived individuals who somehow made it to be representatives in Congress. And I feel bad for their constituents as they're devoting all this time to bashing Israel and not taking care of what's going on in their home states, in their districts. The obsession with the Jewish people is real. It's been like that for 4,000 years and it doesn't change. Even with our good friends, our allies to the United States, the obsession is real, whether it's the vice president, whether it's this crazy congresswoman or whoever it is, obsession is real. Switching gears, uh, JNS reporting Israel defense forces uh, struck targets in Syria with artillery, artillery Sorry, on Sunday morning in response to rocket fire earlier in the day. Uh, uh, one enemy projectile hit an open area. They're firing at us from Syria, firing at us from Lebanon. It's not a, they're not calling it a full-fledged war in the north, but they're firing at us. Um, in both of the, from both of those countries. Israeli airstrikes near Damascus on Saturday killed two Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps officials or officers, and you're talking about Iran here. It all goes back to Iran, whether Hamas, Hezbollah, the, the Houthis who are firing on Israel from Yemen. It all goes back to Iran. Here's a disturbing stat here. JNS says that 32% of Israeli Arabs do not believe that Hamas terrorists intentionally targeted women and children during the October 7th massacre, according to a published study from Tel Aviv, or a survey from Tel Aviv University. So that's disturbing that one-third, approximately, of Israeli Arabs think uh, it's a hoax. Holocaust never happened, right? October 7th never happened. They weren't targeting women. They weren't targeting children. 44% of Israeli Arabs do not feel that Israel's response to the Hamas attack was justified, while 38% believe that both Israel and Hamas share responsibility for the outbreak of war. So something's wrong in that society as well. 502 Israeli Arab citizens over 18 were interviewed. Something is wrong there, folks. These are the people that are getting health care and education, and all the other things that comes with being a citizen of the state of Israel. But yet, the question is, where are the loyalties of these 30-plus percent? Are they loyal to Israel? Are they loyal to Hamas? Where are their loyalties? So you have Arabs in Gaza. You have Arabs in Judea and Samaria. 
and then you have Israeli Arabs. And here we're talking about specifically those with citizenship, and the numbers are haunting. The numbers are disturbing. Telegram. Uh, this morning, the Ab Abu Ali Express Instagram, uh, Telegram rather page, along with Arucheva, said that this morning, IDF Special Forces killed a prominent wanted terrorist from Fatah. Remember, our peace partners, Fatah, the Al-Aqsa Martyrs Brigade in Kalkilia. He was eliminated with another operative. Israel so far is holding their bodies. IDF forces arrested a total of 29 terrorists in Judea and Samaria overnight. Since the beginning of the war, 2,150 suspects from Judea and Samaria and the Jordan Valley have been arrested. 1,100 of them belong to Hamas. And if you go onto Twitter or X or whatever it's called, you see all these people when they bash the Jews of Judea and Samaria, they always say, Hamas doesn't exist they call it the West Bank. I don't use that word. They say Hamas doesn't exist in the West Bank. Why is Israel going into these villages? There's no Hamas there. Well, 1,100 of them, 1,100 of those arrested belong to Hamas. The two terrorists who murdered four Israelis in Jerusalem last week belong to Hamas. So just stop with your lies. Stop with your lies about the situation. Stop pretending Hamas doesn't exist in Judea and Samaria whether it's Hamas or Fatah or any of these other groups, when it comes to destroying Israel, all these other groups are on the same page. They may not like each other too much. They may, when they fire rockets at Israel, they may fire with different colors. You know, they, I don't know if they still do this or not. I remember back in Sterot about 10, 15 years ago when they, they were already firing back then. Let's remember, they've been firing rockets since 2001. The various terrorist organizations, they used to paint the rockets According to the colors of the organization, if Fatah, I remember, I don't remember, was yellow and Islamic Jihad was another color and Hamas was green. They wanted to take credit. They wanted the accolade. They didn't want anybody to mistake one terrorist organization for another. So they used to paint the rockets. I don't know if they take the time to do that these days. But nevertheless, the point is when it comes to Israel, they all get along. They put their differences Differences aside, Sunni or Shia or what have you, Hamas, ISIS, they may not like each other, but when it comes to Israel, they're all one. Modern-day Nazis. Anyway, uh, very difficult day, very difficult times. Each and every day is difficult here. Please continue to show your support for Israel, whether it's in the virtual world, whether it's online. If you see something that's false, stand up for Israel. Come visit us here in Israel. I see all these people showing up with duffel bags full of equipment for the first responders, for the soldiers, for the security teams. Keep coming to Israel, folks. Keep coming and keep bringing the gear. If you need help, I have people who know what's needed and where. Happy to help you with that. If you want to send a suitcase on to Israel with gear for the IDF soldiers, for the security teams, I, I can point you in the right direction. So please get in touch with me. And again, as bad as it is, literally just got done watching a funeral online. We have to stay strong. We have to stay positive. We have to know we are going to win in the end. Don't know how long it's going to take, but Israel and the Jewish people will come out on top. And that's all I got for you today. 
for the uh, 4th of December, 2023, 21st, 21st of Kislev 5784, Hanukkah. Hanukkah starts this Thursday night celebrating Jewish heroism and true, true Jewish culture where the few defeated the many. And Jewish culture and Jewish heroism involves going to battle when necessary, and that's what we're doing now. So all those hypocrites, those people who call themselves Jews and who are, have joined our enemies against the state of Israel, do me a favor, don't celebrate Hanukkah, because then you would be a hypocrite if you celebrate Hanukkah, because we are celebrating a military victory over a brutal enemy who wanted to rid the world of true Jewish identity and Jewish culture. That's what Hanukkah is all about. Shout out to Tabitha Epstein for everything she does uh, behind the scenes. Benjamin Bresky, uh, engineer extraordinaire. My name is Josh Haston. This is Israel Uncensored on the Land of Israel Network at thelandofisrael.com. Get in touch with me during the week. Josh at thelandofisrael.com, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. That's how you can find me. Please, God, keep praying for the state of Israel. Pray for our soldiers. Pray for those hostages. Those, those captives in, in Gaza, please God, the soldiers will, will find them soon and bring them home. Keep, keep praying for the state of Israel. Have a good week, everybody. Have a safe week. All the best from Gush Etzion, the hills of Judea, our ancestral homeland just south of Jerusalem, the eternal capital of the state of Israel and the Jewish people. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs>